Introducing the world's newest, silliest, and hamburger-eatingest clowns, Ronald McDonald. Now, where is that clown? Oh, Ronald. 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 Hey, Ronald. Here I am, kid. Hey, isn't watching TV fun? Especially when you got delicious McDonald's hamburgers. Ronald, you can't be on TV and watch it at the same time. Now, come on and meet the boys and girls. Oh, we've already met. I know we're going to be friends, too, because I like to do everything boys and girls like to do. Especially when it comes to eating those delicious McDonald's hamburgers. A magic tray here keeps me well supplied. McDonald's hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes. Watch for me on TV. We'll have lots of fun. I can't believe we get to eat here at McDonald's every day now that we stopped covering retro games. Yeah, those old games really held us back. I mean, really, honestly. Nothing will ever change my mind. It was the best decision we've ever made. Whoa! Who's this guy? I am the ghost of retro games past. We don't do retro games anymore, buddy. You want some of my golden fries? No, you fools! I am here to show you what the future will be like without retro blizzed. Uh, well, where are we? Yeah, what is this dump? Fools! This is the house of one of Retro Bliss's biggest fans. Pay careful attention. I want you to see the horrible future that is a world without Retro Bliss. Wow, it's New Release Tuesday. That means there must be a new episode of Retro Blissed Out. Hey, what's this? They've not had a new episode in four months? Oh well, I'll just listen to Genesis Gems instead. Hey, wait a minute, that guy didn't even notice that we were gone. Well, uh, that was a bad example. Here, let me take you even farther into the future. Whoa! This place is a total wasteland. You mean a world without Retro Blist has gone apart this much? No, you fool! This is downtown Detroit, home of another huge fan of Retro Blist, whose life was torn asunder when you stopped covering retro games. Here, just listen to this Poor souls. I've done it! I've discovered the cure for the common code! Hip hip hooray! I can't believe how much free time I've had since I stopped listening to that dumb, terrible, retro bli- er, er, Never mind. I have one more place to take you. There are two people who truly will be ruined. Ruined, I say, if you quit Retro Blizzed. But I warn you, this will be hard to watch. It is not for the faint 
Hey, that's just me and Johnny, and we're just sitting here eating at McDonald's. Yeah. Hey, that's the shirt I'm wearing right now. Fools, this is today. Look full upon yourselves and ask yourselves if this is who you truly want to be. Ooh, I'm really shoving that Big Mac into my face. Am I even stopping to breathe? What the heck am I even doing with that filet of fish? Why don't I just marry it? Ugh. Dude, we look really gross eating all this McDonald's food. Yeah, I feel a little uncomfortable watching us just ravage this food. Were we like this before we became a McDonald's-sponsored podcast? I don't know, man. I just feel really sorry for my wife right now. <laughs> Did I just drink sweet and sour sauce straight out of the tub? You know... We could always end our partnership with McDonald's and just do retro games again. Let's do it. Hey, what's that in your hand? Oh, that was fast. It's a court summons for McDonald's. It's for breaking our contract. Oh man, let me read it. It says, As a penalty for your deeds, you must review every single McDonald's video game ever made. Or you'll be sleeping with the filet of fishes Love, Ronald McDonald. Ugh, just filet fish me now. No, no, we can do this. We played the Uncanny X-Men, for crying out loud. That's true. We played Beauty and the Beast, Roar of the Beast. We did. We played Shaq Fu. We did that. Heck, too. we played Kyle Petty's dang No Fair Racing. I'm very verbal. We're strong. Retro Blist has made us strong. You know what? You're right. So many battles that we've won. I mean, you just listed a bunch there. Daydreaming Davy? Oh, man. The whole Skater Die series? Ugh. We can do this. Let's cover these filthy McDonald's games on Retro Blist! Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese filet, a fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal, McNuggets, tasty golden french fries, regular or larger size of salad, chef or garden, or a chicken salad, oriental, big big breakfast, egg muffin, hot hot cakes and sausage, maybe biscuits, bacon, egg and cheese or sausage, Danish hash mushroom, soon for dessert, hot apple pies and sundaes, three varieties of sausage, crunchy kinds of shakes and chocolate, Egypt cookies, and a drink of Coca-Cola, diet, coke and orange, drink a Sprite and coffee, decaf, two, a low fat milk, also an orange juice, I love McDonald's, good time, great taste, and I get this all at one place. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 50 of Retro Blist. We are honored, excited. Uh, Trevor, help me out with some adjectives here. We are full from eating food. Okay, that's, that's just, not an adjective. That's just it? always. Okay. We are... We're blissed. <laughs> that's just... A, we're retro. See? <laughs> and we the, are blissfully... Overjoyed that you stuck around with us for 50 episodes of yep. this little podcast that started off as a as a little podcast, just as a little podcast, <laughs> and it's still a little podcast. <laughs> it's grown leaps and small stumbling small steps. <laughs> it's grown. Uh, this this podcast <laughs> has grown like I walk slow and not remotely steady, and could possibly fall at any moment. <laughs> So, and clumsy, and very clumsy. You might be sitting here wondering, thinking to yourself, what am I listening to? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> but also, what's going on? Yeah. Because if you've been paying attention for the last four or five episodes, and I haven't been, plus on Instagram and Facebook, 
we've been pretty much advertising our corporate buyout from McDonald's. That's right. I mean, we're, we've even, we're the reason why if you go to McDonald's as of this recording and get a Happy Meal, you get a Nintendo toy in your Happy Meal. It's a Mario Brothers toy. And that, to myself and to you, is amazing and incredible. Exactly. It's just, who would have thought that an up-and-comer podcast like us, is that a sentence? What did I just say? I don't know, but I'm going with it. Who would think we would have this opportunity? Or this power, or this pull. I mean, I mean certainly not our listening audience. I mean, we thought we who, were going to be... Who, by the way, well, I'll read about them in a second. We thought we were going to be recording another episode about retro games. Yeah. And who really wants to hear that? I mean, not me. And I'm the one who does the recording. I mean, do you go into a retro-themed podcast hoping for them to talk about a retro a game every episode? Well, actually, kind of maybe. Okay, what about Genesis Gems? Do you go... Okay, I kind of... Yeah. If I don't hear a Genesis game on them, then I am kind of disappointed, to be honest. So it makes you wonder. Maybe we should just cover some retro games today. I think you're right. You know what? I don't like McDonald's anyway. There, I said it. Oh, no. There, I said it. We're getting I sued. said it. And by that, I mean, I do like their McNuggets, and I, and occasionally I do like to, to get their uh, fries. But other than that, I don't like, well, okay, I like their Happy Meals when they have cool toys in it, like. Like those Mario ones. Like those Mario Brothers yeah. toys. And then you may or may not already have one each. Right. But that's beside the point. Right, but besides that, we don't even care about McDonald's, really. No. I mean, well, their McDoubles are a pretty good deal if you just need some protein for cheap. Protein, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but with that being said, we've decided... In order to close out our uh, allegiance uh-huh. to McDonald's. Yeah, that's right. This is the last episode in which they sponsored. And by sponsored, I mean they don't know who we are or what we do. And if they find out we've been playing this joke for five weeks, they're yeah. probably going to sue us. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> to appease them, as you might have noticed in the skit, we are going to cover every single console McDonald's-related video game ever made. That we're aware of. Yeah, that we're aware of. There may be other ones, but we don't know of them. These four games we're about to cover are the only McDonald's... The fact that there are four is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But these are all the McDonald's games for home consoles. Um, I think there's a Game Gear one, but I don't have a Game Gear, sorry. So before we get to that, though... Yes. Let's do some... I always This is where I always say the fun stuff, but we'll try to do that last this time. Yeah, let's do that. Since this is episode 50, that is a big deal, Trevor. Yes. You know, uh, when my mom conceived me and she Where's was talking to me as a baby she said she said johnny you're never going to amount to anything oh that was and i mean said mom that's awfully mean i thought you cared about me she said i have to or the state will throw me in jail and then it let anyway the point was i showed her that we made episode 50 and well she didn't care but that's beside the point well all our fans are going to care we'll get to that later yeah. Well, all my ex-girlfriends, I've sh- I've made sure to point out that this made the episode 50, and and they never returned my calls or texts. In fact, told me to stop texting them. Uh, speaking of court orders, <laughs> there actually is something pretty important. Yeah. So, there's a podcast out there. Okay. There's more than one. But there's one that really made me fall in love with uh, listening to podcasts, to be honest. You've been listening to podcasts for years and years, and yeah. I honestly didn't know what they were until, I don't know, it's been a few years ago. Yeah, I've always loved the medium. It's really, it's just pretty much radio, but on demand. Right, people listening probably know that. 
Um, <laughs> wait, no, let's tell them, explain to them. I'm going to explain what a podcast is. Okay, all right, let's do it. You're listening to it correctly. All right, so, no, but there was a podcast. Is there a wrong way to listen to a podcast? On mute, I guess. Or this one. <laughs> Which is how they probably listen <laughs> yeah. to this one. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Right. There's another podcast. This was supposed to be a special moment. It's it is very special. Ruined. By me, and I'm sorry. There's a podcast that you loved first, that you pointed out to me, and that we both absolutely love and enjoy. And sadly for us, because we love it so much, it's coming to an end awfully soon. Yes. After how many years has it, has it been on? The I year? don't know how many years. I know it's one of the first ones. Let me just say it. <laughs> it's called Flip the Table. Right. And we're dedicating episode 50 to flip the table. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a reason for that. Even the bad parts of this episode. Right. All the parts are for flip the table. Yeah. The good parts, the terrible parts, which is 98% of it. Are there any good parts? Oh, uh, well. We'll see. We'll find out. At the very end. So listen to the whole thing because at the very end, all the good parts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, uh, flip the table. They don't even cover video games. They cover cheesy, weird, and obscure board games. Right. But they're just so entertaining and fun. But and just, honestly, if they knew who we were, it would be we'd be a good sister podcast to them, really. Because honestly, even though they're covering those weird, cheesy board games, I do feel there's a cross section of the audience with like both. Well, I mean, when we decided to record this podcast, A, I just felt like it's something there wasn't enough of. Right. And B, a podcast like Flip the Table just really made me fall in love with. With podcasts. Right, yeah. Is what I was trying to say. <laughs> so anyway, the this, point is, if you have not heard of Flip the Table, it's it's family friendly, it's very good, it's very funny, and very entertaining, and I highly suggest that you jump on board, subscribe to them, and to us. <laughs> and, you know, you can listen to all theirs because they are ending this year in a couple episodes, I think. And their McDonald's episode is really the one to check out. <laughs> yes. Because uh, yeah. that's kind of why we dedicated this episode to them. They kind of became known for their McDonald's episode. Yeah, there's a McDonald's so. board game and apparently it's incredible. So Chris, moderator Chris, Jared, uh Professor Laser Books and Flip Flory, thanks for uh some awesome podcasting. That's right. And just like Flip uh Flory, everybody's favorite clown, we have America's favorite clown. Yep. That is Ronald McDonald. Oh yeah. Up and in everybody's faces today for all four of these games. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. In a way. So you know, Trevor, when you said hey what game can we do for episode 50? I threw out some heavy hitters because episode 50 really is a big deal. Yeah. A lot of pa- uh, paid, a lot of paid, a lot of podcast, <laughs> professional podcasters here. Speak man. English. A lot of yeah. them do. Yeah. A lot of podcasts don't, don't make very many episodes. Honestly, they'll end well before 50. Right. There's podcasts I've been listening to for several years and I'm not naming names because I'm sure they have more of a life than I do. But they still not hit 50 episodes, and I've been listening for years, yeah. waiting for new episodes. So it is, I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I guess that's what this is. Do you think anybody eagerly awaits by their phone or whatever, waiting for new episodes of us? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone okay. else? I don't know. No, I don't care. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, episode 50, we were going back and forth. What I mean, should we cover, you know, another big Mario game? Yeah, Super or, Mario World. I uh, mean. One of the Mario Karts. We talked uh, about doing like a top 50 list even. Yeah. We were thinking all kinds of things. And then, you know, you went outside of the box and said, hey, I have this amazing idea. And I said, that sounds better than me thinking of one myself. Let's do it. And so I realized I own two different McDonald's themed video games, which is kind of weird. 
And then I realized there were two more I didn't have. So I went on a quest to get those games. <laughs> yes. Spent more money than I should have. Uh-huh. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. And now on all the console McDonald's games that I'm aware of. Now, how do you feel about yourself? Um, we'll wait until the reviews. Okay. Now, before we get to this, real quick, since this is episode 50, we made sure to reach out to our loving oh. audience, <laughs> our loving, kind, incredible, Non-caring audience. <laughs> and we specifically said, dear awesome fans who are the light of our lives and bring us so much joy on a daily basis, uh, please share with us your favorite memories of Retro Blista podcast as we hit the big five zero. And the, the response we got was, what's the word I can use that's Outstanding, but said in a sarcastic manner. <laughs> All right. To be fair, we didn't post. post we didn't post. We didn't post this. Yeah, we never posted this <laughs> until late last night. Right. It was a late night post, but I did post it again today. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's just really busy. That's what we're going to. Say. We're going to say that they love us, but they're busy. That's. It. I like because that. we did not exactly get a lot of responses. By that he means, I think we got like one in general or two. We got one, but it's really good. The one we got was awesome. Well, did you check yours? Did you get any? My phone's dead, so I can't Oh, no. A lot of people left, left awesome responses. They didn't. Okay. <laughs> well, but yeah, it's our fault. We posted no. this way late, but I am going to read the one we got because it's great. No, you know what? It's not our fault. It's your fault. Are you listening to this? If you can hear my voice, hey, I blame you. Did you take your medicine? I blame you, and I blame you. Take your I've medicine, spent Bonnie. my entire life never taking responsibility for anything, and I will not start now. <laughs> this is all their fault. My life is amazing. So. <laughs> and sad. Video Games Pay My Bills on Instagram said this is cool. I think that might be a bot, but we're going to say it's a No, Video fan. Games Pay My Bills sounds like a real live person. This next verse is definitely real. Uh, Michael Thompson. Thompson. Mr. Uh, Thompson himself from Australia, mate. From Australia. Did you like that? In- that wasn't good. No. That's as bad as your monkey. <laughs> Call back to last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, he said that things he loves about the show are missed, mispronounced words. Which we've already done that talking about the posts. <laughs> There's plenty of those. Yeah. He loves the gout updates. We could probably make a whole episode of just us mispronouncing words from the past 50 episodes. Yes. You know, I'm just realizing only we would dedicate five weeks to making some stupid McDonald's joke. Uh-huh. To make uh, episode 50 all about McDonald's. Yeah, that only me and you care about. And then not ask for people's feedback of the first 50 episodes until like, the last hour. That's right. We had That's plans. That's how we roll. <laughs> we had plans. But he goes on to say that he loves the gout updates, uh, which I think we're both gout free at the moment. I'm doing all right when it comes to gout. Yeah. And he loved the McDonald's plugs. Oh, so well, uh, That's good. He's probably going to hate the show now that, yeah. that that's broken. Since it's over. Since they've, they've <laughs> seen a cease and desist. And by that, I mean they don't know who we are. He also says, who can forget the NASCAR pig? And the game reviews aren't bad either. So thank you, Michael Thompson, our one true fan for this particular Day apparently yes, and I believe we've got another iTunes review. Oh yes, the new iTunes review, which is also awesome. So more fans. That's right. We're just kidding. We love all our fans. We realize we posted things too late, but a new review from Made by Smri. Okay, uh, says Retro Bliss is the podcast I never knew I needed in my life. <laughs> we get if that it, a lot. If it ended there, that would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the guys are hysterical and cover a wide variety of games, so there's something for everyone. Definitely worth the listen. 
So, thank you much. And that was five stars, right? Five stars. So, we are, as of right now, still a five-star podcast. Somebody's going to change that eventually. Yeah. But for now, we can advertise a five-star podcast. Compared to my other podcast, which is somehow more successful than this one. But it's not five stars. It's not a five-star podcast. Right. So, that's saying something about either me or just in general. Exactly. You know, I feel like it's time to give the people what they want. I do too, and that is a severe thrashing. Now, <laughs> what I've been saying is, we put our heart and soul out to you ungrateful lot of fans for nothing, and we ask just for your hey, little memories. I have your just pills. Li- okay. I have your pills in a cup here. All right, thank you. There you go. Sorry about that, folks. We're, we're good now. I hope they can hear you drinking. That's a drink, my bubbly drink. <laughs> so, we've got four... McDonald's games to cover. That's right. We've not played one, not two, <laughs> not three, but four. But four. Okay. Are we crazy? Yeah, we are. And we played all four of these today. It has been McDonald's marathon. It's been a long day, and in between that, we ate Chinese food. <laughs> yes. I said we should eat Burger King just to be funny, but instead we chose Chinese. Yeah. So. And honestly, I feel good about that decision because the food was great. It was delicious. All right, now, Trevor. How do we want, we're going to break these, we're going to do these one at a time. That was a great sentence. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah. We're going to do these one at a time, and let's start with the first one we played today. All right. Let's jump in. Episode 50, the McDonald's Extravaganza. What's the first game we played today? So the first game is definitely the most obscure of the four. It's called Donald Land. That's right, Donald Land. Right. Now, when you said Donald Land, my first thought was, I thought this was a McDonald's game, not a Disney game. Right. So, to not go into too much detail, <laughs> there's no such thing, apparently, as Ronald McDonald in Japan, which is obviously where this game came from. There's a Donald McDonald. Yeah. And there's some potentially racist reasons behind that. But the two theories I've heard are either A, the... Japanese born. So just to be clear, this isn't an American that came up with this idea. Should we say this? Yeah, I mean. You kind of scared me here. (laughs) I mean, it is backwards, but I'm just telling you where it came from. We're only 50 episodes in. We can't afford to get drunk. McDonald's is already going to sue us. We're done. I mean. (laughs) Okay. You know what? Let's jump in. It's not that bad. I'm just saying. Go ahead. The Japanese, I don't know if it's like the head of marketing for McDonald's Japan. He thought that, that Ronald would be difficult for some people to say. So he came up with Donald McDonald. The other theory I heard is that Ronald McDonald, I might have this wrong, but he was an American who came to Japan and like was really influential and he thought it might be dis, like disrespectful. Either way, it's really weird, but there's the, the bottom line is it's Donald McDonald in Japan. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> so I'm glad we wasted time saying right. that. Right. So this game is from 1988 and it's a Famicom only release. That's right. So it never came out here in America. Right. This is Japan only. You had to get this from Japan. I, so here was the start of my insanity. If we were going to do a McDonald's episode for episode 50, we had to do all of them. And I didn't have this game. <laughs> to be fair, we didn't have to do all of them. No, we didn't. <laughs> we could have done one and quit the stupid joke, yeah, but yeah. we didn't. Yeah. So I ordered this game. We're all in on this dumbness. From Japan. And it got here in time and I was excited. And, uh, yeah, here it is. From Data East, 1988. All right, Data East. That's already a good sign. So, Bad was, Dudes Alone 
It's right here <laughs> in all its glory. If you listen to our Bad Dudes episode, our, that was our live episode. That was our live episode. Our only one so far. Yep. Uh, that's, we covered another Data East game there, but this is, uh, an entirely different beast. So let's just, just state straight up. This is a McDonald's themed platformer. Yes. That's a pretty straightforward platformer. Yeah, I would agree with like, that. You know, your Mario Brothers, yeah. your platformers. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's a good list you laid there. Well, I'm assuming we're going to have millions of Flip the Table fans listening to this, and they may not know what a video game is. Okay. So we have to explain. Yeah. Let's insult their intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. That's my job, not yours. Right. You're supposed to be the one that I'm the one likes. that loves everybody. Yeah, you're the one that everybody loves. So, yeah, the first thing that stands out about this game, and then I'm going to let you speak because I'm out of breath, is it's so weird. Like, the enemies, the graphics, just really creepy vibe. What do you think? Okay, when we talk about all four of these games, there's going to be an overlying theme that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That may do to the fact that there's a clown involved. I don't know. But just uh, talking specifically about Donald Land, it's just really, it's probably the weirdest of them all. It's yeah. just a weird and strange, uh, you're, all the characters that you remember growing up from McDonald's are kind of there. Right. But you're playing as, it would be Ronald McDonald's house, but Donald McDonald in that game. Uh, even Mary McCheese is in it. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet in my opinion. I don't remember. Was the story, what was the story to this one? There was a little opening cutscene. I remember the other ones, but I'm trying to remember if this one really had a story. I don't remember, but I do know. It's a war against healthy food, I think. Basically. <laughs> that's all of these, really. But this one is very strange and odd. The graph, we'll get to the graphics here in a second. But it's, to me, this one really pushed the McDonald's brand. <laughs> Probably right. the most out of all of them. Even the last one we played, which we'll get to at yeah. some point. But, like, there were McDonald's shops where you could go in and buy McDonald's food. Cheeseburgers, double cheeseburgers. I got some McNuggets. McNuggets, shakes, and fries. Which I don't think did me anything. I got, I don't right, remember yeah. any benefit from it other than it cost me money that I'd earned. You can, so... The currency that you spend is apples, is that right? No, it's it's the golden arches. Yeah, golden. Yeah. No, it's cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. So you collect cheeseburgers to buy cheeseburgers. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can't tell what it does. But the funny thing is, you're trying to collect cheeseburgers, but you're throwing apples. Yeah. <laughs> the apples are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Get that healthy junk out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, I don't want this. I don't need a doctor today. <laughs> so, yeah, you throw the apples and they explode, and that's your only attack, really. Yeah. But you're collecting the, the cheeseburgers. Yes. So it's all is good and just with the world so far. Are the apples or are they just exploding things? No, they're apples. I, I look to make sure. Okay. But they do explode like bombs. I thought they were bombs. That's why I was asking. Yeah, they're apple yeah. bombs. Okay. okay. All right. Well. Which is kind of the most you think unique. The most you Michael Thompson do. Thompson should be very pleased. Yeah, this is going to be an episode for him especially. Because I've mispronounced a lot of things. Yeah. The apples that you throw are kind of unique because they get stuck like on top of enemies' heads. Yeah. And that's how you destroy most of the enemies. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, let's do graphics first. We already kind of talked. It's creepy. <laughs> for 1988, how do you feel this game looks? Actually, for an 88, uh, well, it's not NES game. It's a Famicom game. But, you know, I think it looks pretty good. It's extremely colorful. Donald McDonald looks like Donald McDonald should. Um, the enemies are just so bizarre and creepy, but they are detailed. I think it's a good-looking game for the time it came out. I'd have to agree completely, especially for the time it came out. Uh, the colors are a little dark, but, I mean, again, it's 1988. 
But overall, honestly, it looked a lot better than what I was expecting. Yeah. So. I mean, if you look at the cover, I guess you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. The cover's just as weird. So, yeah, Donald McDonald has a creepy look on his face on the cover. I'll try to remember to post this on our Instagram. Um, and there's these weird-looking enemies that are, like, winking at you. <laughs> but they're in the game, so it's yeah. pretty accurate. Even the trees are weird. The trees are the creepiest thing. Yeah. They remind me of the trees from Mortal Kombat, except this is, you know, supposed to be a cute, fun game. <laughs> Which is not. But, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, graphically, it gets good marks for me. Yeah, so, yeah same here. All right, gameplay. Like we said, it is... A platformer, just straight in its heart. That's what it is. Yeah. However, when I say platformer, Trevor, what did you? What was your experiences as playing this game? When you were playing this game, that was a terrible question. Well, this is this is honestly, despite the fact that it's the McDonald's themed game, is a die-hard platforming game. And by die-hard, I mean die. You die a lot. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you die often. The platforming is tough. The controls, I'm not going to say the controls are bad, but they're very different. And the game forces you to accept the way the controls are. I don't know how to explain it. The physics that, of it's are weird. That feels like a cop-out, though, to be honest. In my opinion, I didn't like the controls at all, just because they were very, very floaty. You had a good, uh, you compared it to if in Mario Brothers 2, if you picked Luigi. Yeah. Which I think is as close as you can get. I, I would agree with that. But these is even less forgiving than that is. Yeah, I guess what I meant is, I don't think the controls are lazy. I think it's what they intended, but I'm not saying it was a good decision. And I'm not saying it's good either. I'm just saying, I don't think the controls are lazy. I just think they're needlessly frustrating. I don't know. I guess Maybe it's the same thing. We have to agree to disagree. I yeah. think the re- I think when it boils down to it, if you just ask, are the controls good or bad? I'm going to say they're not good. And I'm going to say, I need more time with the game to tell you. That's that's a cop out answer. Anyway, let's move on. This podcast is over. Yeah, we're done. Okay. The music and the sounds of this game. The music is the same song. That's all I remember is that one song. Yeah. It played over and over. What did you say that it was supposed to be? Well the source I found said it was the the McDonald's theme song or a version of it. And we don't know our sources. We don't know our sources. No, Wikipedia possibly. Yeah. Which is a great source. It's a great place to go get real true love facts. Yes, exactly. Nobody lies on there. I mean, the song was fun. It didn't get on my nerves, but it was really the only background music. That's a good way to put it. It's not a horrendous song at all, but it's the only song that we heard. Right. Take that for what it's worth. There's a lot of really good Nintendo games that we played for the show that have just one song in it. Yeah. And so, I guess let's just get into the to the levels because, well, we only made it to I think, oh, we didn't even beat the. Did we beat the second level finally? I think we did. Yeah, yeah, we made it to the third level, and there are twelve of them. And it's not because we didn't try. This game is tough. It's very hard. There's the hometown world, which is actually dirt simple. You just start out in this little town, and it's like, oh, this game is pleasant. The controls, which Johnny says are bad, and I say are. Bad. Very mixed, a very mixed bag. A bad. Um, Floaty. You don't really notice them in the first level because you don't have to make any hard jumps. But as soon as the second level starts, it's death, death, death. <laughs> yeah. Actually wrote down, I guess, to defend Johnny's point a little. Uh, he does control like a real clown trying to climb a tree. It does. And, uh, no offense yeah. to Flip Flory. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He uh, may be an excellent climb, uh, tree climber. We don't right. know. Right. So uh, the third level is called Forest World. And... Um, I don't think we made it very far into it. No, we didn't. Because after that, I'm just going to name off these levels because we didn't see them. There's Sky World. There's Oasis World. 
uh, care world? Cave world. <laughs> I can't read my own writing. He can't read his own. Cave world. One day I want to make you post how you write on, on the Instagram so people I'm can really see. struggling to read my yeah. own writing. Pond world. So a whole level in a pond, apparently. So people can like give me props for being able to read your script from earlier. Yep. The only time we've ever had, ever had a script for the opening, by the way. Right. I had a, I was kind of bored, so I wrote a script and we kind of went with it. Uh, but yeah, there's Ocean World, Ghost Town World, Dark Forest World, and Castle World. For how hard this game is, it's got a stinking lot of replay value because I don't know if I'll ever see all these levels. Yeah. I think it's, are you ready for a final review? Cause I, I kind of am and I can kind of talk about what you just said. Yeah. Me. I mean, it's, it's a very simple game. I think we're good. All right. I'll, I'll go first then. Uh, what you just said is very true. Now, as much as I didn't like the controls, I will say the game is just good enough for me to want to see all those levels. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very interested in, into what care slash cave world looks yes. like <laughs> or, or ghost town. Yeah. I really want to see what these look like, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be able to get there because of how hard this game is, but the fact that I want to see what they look like is a positive for sure. It's hard for me to get past the controls, though, that really, to be fair for me, does hurt a game if they're very mm-hmm. floaty like that, especially when you only have a jump and a, an attack button. It's not that hard to get those right, I would assume. Though I don't know. I mean, I'm, I just have a retro video gaming podcast. I barely get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> My final review I wrote, this game is brutal. That's my word I used. It is. I don't know how a kid would play it. We say that a lot. We do. A lot of these, a lot of these kid games are very difficult. Or maybe yes. we're just not good at games. I'm seeing a common denominator here. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's be honest and fair. I'm probably just not good at games. Though I love them. I'm giving this a five. Right okay. in the middle. Uh, it's definitely not horrible. It's much better than a lot of games we've played. It's got a lot of replay value, like you said, and I definitely want to see more of it. However, the controls really hurt it, in my opinion, and I don't see how a kid could play this, so I'm giving it a five. Yeah, this... If you've listened to us enough, you probably figured out that I was going to like this game slightly more than Johnny. We've gone over before, but, you know, I'm broken, yada, yada, yada. There's something about me that kind of almost wants to try out these games that are technically kind of broken a little bit. I mean, the controls, they're not good. But I want to see the next level. I really do. Yeah. So it it is hard to review it, though, because I try to be fair. But I'm actually thinking, because of the the charm of it, I told you it reminded me of that game, Monster Party. That was our second episode. I can see that. It's just as weird and bizarre. Honestly, it's just as... Monster Party is a better game, though. Yeah, I do feel Monster Party does feel better. Um, I'm going to go with a six. Because... Compared to the pantheon of NES platformers from your, whatever the worst ones are, I can't think off the top of my head, because Daydream of Davies is really not a platformer. No. Uncanny X-Men is not a platformer. Um, anyways, from your worst ones to your Mario 3s, this one sits above average to me, but just barely. The controls are slightly below average, but the graphics and charm and just kind of creativity of it puts it at a six for me so with that being said um i think <laughs> like i said i had to order this from japan and it's not super super cheap uh, that's what i was gonna ask yeah are you comfortable t- telling us what you i'll look it up this? now assuming that why, my wife's I'm, never gonna listen to i'm this. gonna tell you if i think it's worth it you're gonna say no <laughs> i did it for the fans who love us yeah i can tell by all the reactions <laughs> it gave us sorry sore point <laughs> so 
I wanted to wanted it for the podcast, but if I'm being honest, I wanted to play it too. And I paid, including shipping, $18.60. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, I knew that would be your response. To me, I would not go over 10 bucks for this game, personally. Well, Just based on how the game good is. Good luck getting to Japan for $10. No, I know. I know that. I'm not saying that I'm being <laughs> realistic. I'm saying... Or you could just order online. You probably don't have to go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. From a gameplay standpoint, yeah. compared to other games we played that you can get for $10 or less, it's it's really not worth about 20 bucks. And there's other games that we played today that are better than this And one. And to be honest with you, you can expect to pay $20 and up for it because, as usual, I try to look for a decent deal. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably going to say Retro Blist. Um, I say eh. Try it if you can, but be careful about paying 20 bucks for it. There you go. I, I so, would agree with that. Yeah. It's one of those that if you have it, try it. To be honest, though, isn't... I mean, this is the first one we played. Didn't you think this is a little bit better than you thought a McDonald's platformer oh, yeah. would be? Yeah. I mean, I expected yeah. something way worse. Honestly, and this is just a spoiler alert, all four of these games are much better than they needed to be. Even this one, which I am right. which is, I gave a five to. So, Trevor, it's 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 time for us to pay the bills. Yeah. You know, we've, we've lost our big corporate sponsor. So now we need somebody else to sponsor us. And thankfully, somebody's came through, and I think it's McDonald's. Right. So uh, let's play it. Okay, everybody ready to get your picture taken? To celebrate cheeseburger time at McDonald's, Ronald was taking pictures of all his friends. Okay, smile and say cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Very good. Here's a cheeseburger for you. Hey, who's next? Susie. All set? Okay, smile and say cheeseburger. Very good. Here's a cheeseburger for you. You know, McDonald's cheeseburgers are so delicious, you almost have to smile. Ahoy! How about a cheeseburger for me? Oh, no, Captain Crook. Not till you learn to smile. Oh, really? Watch this. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger! He did it! Yeah! If you want something to smile about, just say cheeseburger at McDonald's. That bill's paid. All right, Trevor. After we put Donald Land to bed, we decided it was time to play the next game on our list of McDonald's games. And that game was... McKids. McKids. Or MC Kids, apparently. That's just dumb. Why would it be MC Kids? I I think it has a period after each letter, but that's just dumb. It's Mick Kids. It's McDonald's. It's Mick Kids. It will never be MC Kids. So Mick Kids for the Nintendo Entertainment System from 1992 by Virgin Interactive. As I hiccup. (laughs) Little Chinese coming up there. Sorry. So. (laughs) So. All right. Anyone uh, joining us for the first time. Yeah. This is kind of what we do. We're very classy. Yes. So, Virgin Interactive. Do you need to pass Castle the microphone? <laughs> so, the first thing that stood out about this game. Now I'm questioning myself. Was this one? No, it was the next one that had the weird, like, Virgin. All right. <laughs> Never mind. That's not yet. We'll get to that. But, Virgin Interactive from 1992. Same folks who brought you Lion King and some other pretty awesome games. Yeah. 
I remember right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is oh man, this is a uh, sort of another platformer. My first thought on this one uh, was, first of all, okay, the gist of this game is you're these two kids making Mac. You're making Mac, and Ronald shows up and says he needs to get some cards for something. Yeah. And they're all spread out on this map that looks like a Mario 3 level selection map. Yeah. And then you get to each one, just like on Mario 3, and that's each block to level. And you go into there, and you try to find the McDonald's cards. Right. That's the gist of it. So it's not quite a straightforward platformer. you got to go back and forth in level until you collect the card in each level. Yeah. Yeah, and the cards are all over. The, you can find them all over the place. They're not... They're not the, the ones we found were not that difficult to find. Yeah. But... Okay, what was your first impressions of this game? Well, to be honest with you, my first impression was kind of that I missed playing as Ronald McDonald or Donald McDonald. Yeah. Because these two kids didn't have a lot of personality. Yeah, they really don't. Uh, but they're just random kids, yeah. it feels like. Like, they have nothing to do with the McDonald's uh, whatever lineage. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird, though. Like, kind of, well, both of these games so far. Well, Donald Land had some pretty blatant advertisement, but this one, you gotta collect the golden arches. That's what the cards are. And you yes. collect little icons, but other than that, there's not a lot of McDonald's in it. Yeah, this is the one I told you that if we just paused on certain screens and said, hey, we're playing this, nobody would say it's a McDonald's game. No. You wouldn't know. They'd probably say, hey, that's Mario 3. <laughs> yeah. Except not quite as good looking. Right, it doesn't look near as good, but, okay, let's get into the, the graphics first. I thought this game looked pretty good. I mean, what year did you say this came out? It was 92. So it was a later NES game. Yeah. It, and it looked all right, honestly. Yeah. It wasn't the best looking NES game. It doesn't look near as good as Mario 3, which is I hold up as one of the best looking Nintendo games. And this game really is trying to look like Mario 3. Yeah, it's so that's why we're best. saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's trying its best. But I don't want to take away from it when I say that. Yeah. Because when we get to the gameplay, that's where this game saved. So what did you think of how the game looked? I thought... This might sound weird, and again, I think it's my personal taste more than anything, but I kind of preferred the zany colorfulness of Donald Land. I personally liked the way Donald Land looked better than this one, but it was very solid. Um, just a little sparse. That's what I would use. I will say Donald Land seemed to have more personality. Right. This one, the levels just seem more empty in this yeah. one. Yeah, I would agree with that. But yeah, but not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, I don't want people to think we're tearing this game apart because... Let's get into the gameplay. At its heart, this is a platformer in which you're just trying to find McDonald's M's. Yeah. So, when it comes to that, this thing did some innovative things, I thought. Like, mm -hmm. one of the things is some of the levels, you can actually run, and you hit a switch, and it'll make you go upside down on the level. And it totally changes how the level's played. Yeah, so you actually, when you fall, you fall up. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's upside down. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really neat, actually. I like that a lot. And this is the one I told you, to me, felt like a combination between Mario and Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Because yeah. there's boxes and stuff you're picking up constantly, mm -hmm. and you're doing things with those boxes. Either knocking enemies out or using them to create ledges and stuff. Yeah, you can, I guess, picking up, throwing apples was the main attack in Donald Land, and this one is picking up boxes and throwing them. Yeah. But I didn't feel like there's really a lot of things you had to attack in this one, compared to Donald Land, at least. It's more about figuring out how to get where you need to to collect these cards. Um, but yeah, the, like you said, there's some things that I just didn't expect out of a McDonald's platformer, like the reverse gravity and just different things like that. Um, <laughs> what about the 
what about your experience with the arrows? <laughs> All right, so that's my favorite part of this game, by the way. So Trevor played this game before I did, before I even got here. It, which, by the way, we're coming to you live from the Shire, the brand new Retro Bliss Studios, which yeah. we're very happy to say it's very awesome here. But you know, the, <laughs> you said, "Hey, Johnny, you see those arrows?" And there's like this part. Apparently, it's in every level. You'll find these. And there's just these black. Were they black? Yeah, black arrows. And they're just pointing back <laughs> towards you, and they don't tell you what they do. And Trevor said, hey, touch those. So I thought it would help me get me somewhere, and it just sends you all the way back to the beginning of the level. <laughs> so you were Literally <laughs> to the very beginning of the level. Yeah, yeah you were a jerk in that instance. Yeah. Just in that instance. Never yeah. never, never in anything else, just in that. Yeah, so uh, let me just go through the levels real quick, because, I mean, I'll go and tell you. There's, this is a long game. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a lot more to this game. <laughs> again. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. Uh, neither this or Donald Land are. But there's more to it than had to be for McDonald's licensed game. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. There are, well, like Mario Brothers 3, it's divided into worlds. So you have Ronald's Play Pace. Play Place. Play Pace. Play Pace is the first world with six levels. Birdie's Treehouse has six levels. That's when you're kind of like in the clouds in the sky at times. Yeah. Grimace's Highlands, which to be honest, I think... No, we didn't see any of these other levels. We only made it to the second world. Yeah. So we played about ten levels. We had to go get some Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> so we, that's the thing. We played about ten levels, but there was a ton of this game left. Yeah. So Grimace's Highlands is five levels. Professor's Workshop is five levels. Cosmics. Is that a McDonald's character? It's like Cosmic with a capital. Anyways. Cosmic's Retreat is four levels. Hamburglar's Hideout is four levels. And Ronald's Puzzle World is three levels. So you add that all up, and you got a lot of levels of uh, the kids. <laughs> we refuse <laughs> Approximately to do math. a lot. We refuse to do math. But yeah. so Over 30 levels. But I guess what this game has going for it is it did make me want to play those other levels. Yeah. I wanted to see what they look like. I would give it that much. There's not really any bosses on this one. No, we never saw a boss. It's more just trying to get to the goal of finding the card and then get to the end of the level. Yeah. More than anything. I don't remember any bosses, to be honest. We played quite a bit of this. No, I don't think there's actually, yeah, there's not really bosses, which kind of feels a little, uh, yeah, a little strange. Yeah. But What do you think of the music and the sounds of this game? I, I thought they were decent. They weren't terrible, hmm. but it wasn't like they were, yeah. they, were hor- they were great either. I think, uh, well, the note I wrote on this one, because we were covering four games, I tried to actually write a couple notes, uh, that it was fun and groovy music. I think that, yeah. it, it had like a beat to it. I love the, the, the groovy beat is yeah. the way I would put it. It's not going to win any awards, but I thought the, I thought the music was probably a brighter star than the graphics in this particular game. I would probably go with that. Uh, Trevor, is there anything else you want to say about it before we give our final score? How many Big Macs are you going to get this game? Well, I guess we didn't really talk too much about controls, but I would say the, oh, yeah, yeah. the controls weren't perfect, but they were definitely an improvement over Donald. Yeah, Land. 100%. It controls much better. Uh, the jumps, the jumping and the attack buttons are a little tighter feeling. Right. And it really helps a lot, especially on a platformer. So. So how many Big Macs would I give this game? Yeah, how many amazing, delicious, mouthwatering Big Macs <laughs> would you give this? See, I've been thinking about this because in my heart, I know that Nick Kids is a, is a better game than Donald Land. But at this moment, I actually want to go back and play Donald Land more. So I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> but so I'm trying to decide if I want to give it more than Donald Land. Um, I think I'm going to give it 6.25. 
Okay. I hate to do that, but to me, it's just for me, it's just slightly better than Donald Lamb. Our scores are very close. I already have mine written down for right. this. What you said is true, though. Donald Lamb to me has a lot more personality, and I definitely. Uh, if you had to tell me which ones I can see all the levels of uh, between this or Donald Lamb, I'm going to pick Donald Lamb. Yeah. However, the controls are much better on this game, which to me saves it. And I like that it's really innovative. And I'm kind of curious to see what else they do or how else they use the reverse gravity at times. Yeah, and other levels. Yeah, so I'm very interested in that. <clears throat> uh, I gave this game a 6.4. We, we love our random scores, don't yeah, we? <laughs> yeah, I felt it's very good. I do want to see the other levels. This, the, the main My main problem with it is, as you've already mentioned, is that it just has very zero personality, and there's really not a lot of McDonald's in it. Which is either good or bad, depending on yeah, the like I don't, McDonald's. I don't know what to think about that. I mean, it's actually not that uh, preachy about McDonald's. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> to the point that it almost could have just been something else. Yeah. But there it is. So this is another one. This is the other one I didn't already have. Would you like to know what it costs? I do. So this one, again, Donald Land and Mick Kids, neither one are super common games. I looked and looked to find this one for 16 bucks. You can pay $20 for it and up all day long. So, uh, what do you think about fifteen to twenty dollars for this game? It's tough. That's tough. Uh, this feels like a ten to fifteen dollar game to me. Yeah. If if I saw this game and I see it now, it's going for you know eighteen to twenty dollars um, for you, cartridge only. Of course, you said it's more rare though, right? It's a little more rare. It is. I mean, completing boxes looks like it's about fifty bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it weren't for our ridiculous idea to do a McDonald's themed episode. <laughs> yeah. I would probably not want to pay more than about ten or twelve dollars for this game. Yeah. But it's pretty good. But yeah, I would say if you're used to buying slightly overpriced video games, you could do a lot worse than this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's not like crazy, you know, high. So yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. So Retro Bliss for me it's about just like Donald Land. It's a trap before you buy it, but I think it's worth playing. Same here. I'd agree with that assessment. All right, Trevor, it's time again to pay the bills. We have we got a lot of bills this we episode. Do. Like, let's explain all the bills we have here at Retro Blessed. Electricity. Donald Land. Uh, Donald Land bills. Uh, we got to pay the talent. That's me and you. Yeah. Uh, we got to pay our producer, Chris, uh, with compliments. Nice gotta, things, yes. <laughs> we gotta, I mean, there's all kinds of things we have to pay for, but especially me and you. We're expensive. We are. Um, so let's roll this footage. Hey, Kim, what you doing? We're having a tea party. Lick him under the Ronald McDonald's. I've got one, too. Ronald and I are going to put on a show for Mom and Dad. You can have your own little Ronald McDonald to play with, talk to, have fun with, take with you wherever you go. Now, while supplies last, little Ronald McDonald at McDonald's. There, we rolled the footage. The footage? We rolled the, rolled the footage and we've been paid the doolers. <laughs> <laughs> right, Which Trevor. means, guess what? What? It's time for more McDonald's. Okay. And in fact, it's time for a sequel. Kind of. It is a sequel. And we're jumping to 16 bits now. Uh-oh. Oh, we're man. Moving on up to the Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. Trevor, what game do we play next? Mick and Mac as the Global Gladiators. Are you, are you, are you ready? Yeah. Cool. Are you ready? Awesome! Yeah! Ouch!
But wait a minute, Mick and Mac, those names sound awfully familiar. That's because this is also a Virgin Interactive game. And this is the one that screams at you, hey, Virgin. <laughs> it's really weird. So as soon as you turn the game on, Virgin. Like, yeah, just it's even more annoying than that. Yeah. It's like, how did it know? It's now like- <laughs> <laughs> Family friendly podcast. All right. So it's really weird. That just um, means you're from Virginia, right? Yeah. So it's really weird that this is sort of a sequel, but it's, and it's, although it's on the Sega Genesis, it's from the same year as Mick Kids. Is it really? So I don't, maybe it was a simultaneous release. That's kind of mind blowing. Oh, it is, movie. yeah. So this may be just sort of a simultaneous release on different system, but this is a Genesis, and I believe there was also a Master System version. So it's a Sega exclusive. Um, so Mick and Mac, the characters from the kids, are back. And this time they're armed with sludge shooting super soakers. And they're yeah. going to try to save the environment. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a very preachy green this, message. This game is very much, uh, pro Earth, which yes. honestly we all live here, so we should be, to be yeah. honest. But this is just weird coming from McDonald's game <laughs> to me. Sorry, McDonald's. It just seems odd that you're going to preach this when you put your Big Macs in a cardboard box. And in human bodies. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Which I do by choice. Let's be yeah, fair. That's our own decision. Yeah. I don't blame them for that. No. But now, <laughs> Trevor, well, I'll tell you my first impression of this game. It looked amazing. Yeah. I was blown away by how the game looks. It's curl, it's curlful, it's bright, it's curlful, curlful. It's curlful and bright. I was going to let that one slide. But, nope, you know. nope. I call you out on yours. You call me out on mine. <laughs> it's colorful, very uh-huh. bright. It's, and I think where this game really sets itself apart is the level design. It's very good. And you told me there's a reason to that. Right. So I was kind of blown away. Um, Taraz, this was designed by David Perry. And who's that? Well, he's the guy behind uh, Aladdin for the Sega Genesis and Earthworm Jim. Which is one of my favorite games. I right, love Earthworm so, Jim. So there's some good, he's got some good pedigree there. And when you see the levels, designs of this game, you can definitely see some Earthworm Jim-ishness. In oh, it. yeah. I totally get it. Now that even the Super Soaker gun it's sort of like Earthworm Gems. To be honest, it's not as fun because Earthworm Gem has like a machine gun. Yeah. But it still, it reminds me of that. Earthworm Gem's a better game. Yeah. But I will say, this game was a pleasant surprise to me. Yeah. So, we've definitely made a step up from the last two, which weren't that bad. But to me, this one really starts, really starts up on the ante. For a McDonald's game. I think you could just say, this is a good game without any, like, uh, asterisk beside it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the graphics, you started with that. The, it's just, it just looks good. It's the levels. I don't know how to word it, but when you play a platform based game, you just know it when you feel it, when you see it, that the levels just kind of make sense the way they're laid out. And this is another one of those where there's a lot of verticality to the levels. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense. It's not, mid kids felt a little random in that category. This just kind of makes sense. And the, um, yeah, the levels just look really good. You start out like in a sort of a jungleish level. Yeah. Fighting sludge. Fighting sludge, and yes. toxicness, toxic, toxic stuff, or right. whatever those things were. Um, yeah, all the, all the little bad guys were really odd creatures, odd design, yeah. character designs, which kind of fits Earthworm Jim in a way. Yeah. So. This one definitely brought the weird back. Yeah. It's closer to Donald Land in that way, I guess. But there's 12 levels. Um, it's, this is also a platformer. Yeah. And I will say, I, th- I think you're collecting M's for this one. This is the one where you got to collect yes. too many M's for, before Ronald will let you the out. The floating golden arches. This game is just Ronald sending these two kids to terrible, horrible places. Yeah. <laughs> and it will not letting them out until they can do his If thing. you make it to the end of the level, 
Ronald is there waiting for you, and he will not let you out yeah. until you've collected thirty of his dollars, basically. Yeah, you got to do his bidding. So yeah, he's he's definitely <laughs> this is, child labor. Yeah, this is a terrible game when it comes to how McDonald Ronald looks at this. And so this is all about saving the the environment. Um, and so your first world is called Slime World, and kind of I don't know, it may be a little bit disappointing thing about this game. There's only four worlds, and there's three levels in each world. Yeah, that is a thing. It is very short. So the first three levels kind of look similar. They're all set in Slime World. Um, and then there's Forest World, Toxic Town, and Arctic. Just yeah. Arctic. So I'll say graphically, though, even though there's a little bit of disappointment, there only being four themes, it's, it's just really nice all the way through. Like the Forest level, for example. Examples. Examples. <laughs> It reminds me, actually, all the graphics in this game remind me of, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, but the forest, like the trees are just pretty cool looking. Um, there's, um, like these giant mushrooms. It's just a pretty good looking game. And, and it really yeah. helps that the music is very, it's very much, this, if they had this kind of music in the original game, that we just covered, it would help with the personality. Oh, yeah. Because the music on this definitely has personality, even from the opening screen, after you've been yelled virgin, that that it starts like almost like a weird rap, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but I encourage you to find this song and listen to it. The whole music, the words I wrote down to describe the music are thumping and techno-ish. Yeah. It's just, it's just really exciting music. Yeah. Um, I would say of the three we covered so far, this one's Heads and shoulders, music-wise. Oh, yeah, by far. Which it is 16-bit. You expect more. It really should be. Yeah. yeah. Very cool music. Um, what do you think about the way they give this game controls? I thought it controlled really good. The mm-hmm. controls are were very, very good. It's it's another hard game, though. Yeah. None of these games we played were easy. No. This one was especially hard and tough. And But even though it was a difficult game, I didn't feel... It, it was because the game was cheating. Yeah. I felt it was because if I missed a ledge, it's because I missed the ledge. Yeah. It wasn't because the game cheated. Like, I felt like the Donald Land, even though I agree with what you're saying about it, sometimes I would make the ledge, but for whatever reason, it would pop me off of it. It did have some weird physics with hitting yeah. ledges. <laughs> this one doesn't really do things like yeah. that. This one feels like everything you do is earned and you're not really cheated. Right. But it's very tough. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think... um the controls are, they're really solid. I mean, it's not, yeah, especially on Sega Genesis platformers. There's sometimes, well, the Garfield game we played a few episodes back. It's a good game and it looks great, but you know, the controls just aren't quite there. Right. Yeah. I don't think this game had that feeling. I think it feels pretty complete control wise. I would agree completely. So, yeah. And the level designs really helps it. Is there anything else we need to say before we get to the final score of Mickey Mac? No, I guess um, if you're ready to save the environment, how many uh, leafy green trees do you give this game? Well, if you're going to put those leafy greens on a Big Mac, I would give this, <laughs> I'm going to give this a seven. I thought it's a very good game. It's very difficult. It's very hard to play. I don't know how a kid could play it because me, a 34 year old man, could not do it. <laughs> but to be fair, you know, it's I should get applauded anytime I'm able to walk from. Like my room to the living room, <laughs> <laughs> without stubbing my toe. Now, I really like this game. This is one that I would encourage anybody to to try. Honestly, yeah. If this game's not very expensive, we'll get to that after your review. Like this is one I would want for my collection to play. 
Yeah. It's fun. I want to see all the levels, even though there's not a lot really to it. But it's just so well done. I thought this game was very well done. I would put it up there. Okay, we haven't covered Lion King yet, but that was it was that's Virgin's other game that yeah. I, I remember because it's a great looking game and also very difficult. Yeah, I would put this just right under Lion King and how it looks. Yeah, Lion King's a much better looking game, but this game honestly looks. Way, way better than you expect a McDonald's game to look oh, like. Oh, yeah. And I would also say, like the first uh, kids, there's not a lot of McDonald's in this. No. You are collecting little M's, and that helps a little bit. And you yeah. do see Ronald at the end of every level. But other than that, you really wouldn't know this was a McDonald's game. Yeah. And that's where I'll jump in with my review. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because ironically, <laughs> uh, I enjoy the bizarreness that this is a fast food thing game. And I kind of wanted more McDonald's in it. I did too. Yeah. To be honest. But I mean, I guess if you hate major corporations and blah, 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 then it's probably a good thing. There's not much McDonald's in here. So I didn't really do this intentionally, but I'm going up the line. I gave Donald land a six. I gave McKids a 6.25. And this one almost got a seven from me, but it's going to get a 6.75 just because I'm a little disappointed that there's only four worlds. Yeah. And that the levels kind of repeat, but That's they weird. look great. 6.75. This one is one I picked up just a long time ago, just in a bin for probably five to seven dollars. Oh, it's worth that all so, day long. So it's, it's definitely worth that. This is not a. Do you know what it goes for now? I will tell you if you come up with something witty to say. <laughs> I don't do anything on the spot. We all know that. I can tell the audience how much I don't like them at the moment because we bared our heart and soul out to them. That we were doing episode 50, and what did they do? They turned their Here, here we go. Okay. So, um, <laughs> it's, it looks like you can get this for seven bucks. Uh, yeah, it's worth six eighty nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. a cheap, easy to find game. Probably the best of the three, three we've covered so far and a third of the price. Yeah. So go yeah. for it. Yeah, I highly recommend it. This gets, I think this gets a Retro Bliss thumbs up. Oh, yeah. At that price, Retro Bliss approved. Yeah, very much so. What is it? A Bliss Bliss? Is that what we said last week? I don't remember, but you know what else is blissful? What's this that? next commercial that I'm sure is about something that we love. Well, well, what have we here? New McDonaldland Slap Happies. Just peel them off and press them down to make funny pictures of your favorite McDonaldland friends. There's a Slap Happy Hamburglar, a Slap Happy Mayor, and a Slap Happy Grimace. How about Ronald McDonald? I'm loving that. Me too. It was, we were done with the commercial, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Just let's let everybody behind the curtain. These commercials are put in uh, after we've recorded by our amazing producer, Chris. But, you know, we try to have good back and forth. Like I barely up. even know you. <laughs> I thought it was obvious the commercial was over. I couldn't tell. I'm so used <laughs> to being the one who does it. that it I really threw you off. Yeah. You've got to have charge. <laughs> I'm switching things up for episode 50. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's in charge now. And speaking of which, you know you wanted more McDonald's in that last game? Let's go full-fledged McDonald's in oh, this yeah. last one. And what did we play? So here's the one I was really waiting for. This is McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. This is a Sega-published treasure-developed game from 1993 for the Sega Genesis. And just straight off the bat, 
if you're into video games, you probably know that's a good sign. Treasure uh, has made a lot of great games, but Gunstar Heroes is probably their most critically acclaimed. They're beloved. It's a, yeah. it's a super, it's right up there with the Contra series, for like run and gun yeah. platforming shooters. So this is made by Treasure. That's a Sega Genesis exclusive. 1993. What were your first thoughts when we popped this one in? This was the game I was hoping all the other games were. Yeah. <laughs> to make sense. Yeah. You're playing as Ronald. All, everything's bright, colorful, and dare I say fun looking. Yeah. I wanted to see all this. The music is incredible. Like this is what I wanted a McDonald's game to be. And then on top of that, I, just to give it away, it surpassed even what I wanted it to be. Yeah. So let's get into it, Trevor. What were your first impressions of it? I think I, I think I said it when we were playing. I was like, this is what the other game should have been. It's whimsical. <laughs> it's magical. It's lighthearted. The other games were almost, well, especially Global Gladiators, to be fair, was just kind of harsh <laughs> and yeah. violent. And dark. And of. dark, sort yeah. of. This one's just whimsical. If you're going to make a McDonald's-themed game, you might as well go crazy and just magical with it. And that's kind of what this game does. Yeah. So now let me set the scene. Ronald's walking through the woods, as clowns often do. <laughs> Which, if you came across a clown in the woods, you turn around and you run away. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. All right, Ronald finds a treasure map, a part of one, just mm-hmm. happened to be laying in the woods at a tree. He picks it up, and he goes, hey, where the other, where's the rest of this map at? Come to find out, three bad guys have the other pieces of the map. Oh. And the gist is, you got to go get those pieces from those baddies. Yep. So this one is mercifully straightforward. Um, not to make fun of, like, my kids, but I love that this one is pretty much go from left to right. And you don't have to worry about missing a bunch of things. This one to me, and this is a compliment in my opinion, this one was was not embarrassed to be a full-fledged McDonald's game. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, you're playing as Ronald McDonald the whole time, but <laughs> yeah. one thing. It was, in other games, I feel like they, they were games before, and then McDonald's said, hey, just slap our name on this game. Yeah. But this one is all the way 100% French fries running through the veins of McDonald's. Yeah. You can stop at shops and buy things that are McDonald's-related. Well, they're not really McDonald's-related, but you see Ronald McDonald's face up there the whole time. Yeah, quite a bit. So All the characters are here. Grimace is here. The Hamburglar, uh, mm-hmm. Birdie. They're all there, and they all help you at different times. Right. Uh, this, again, like we said, is another platformer. Uh, what we're, Let's talk about the graphics first. This game looked great. Oh, yeah. It reminds me a lot of very different game, but... But Vector Man, I felt I felt yeah. a lot of Vector Man in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, just in how it looks, it's it, the colors are bright, but and almost shiny in a way. Yeah, the Gunstar Heroes from Treasure, I see some of that in there, and I know I say this a lot, but there's a little bit of Sonic in there. Yeah, and Vector Man, it's, it's along those lines, just very, very sharp, very colorful, very pretty. I mean, there's times. I was trying to write some notes down and you were playing in the fort in the first level, the magical forest. And all of a sudden I look up and the sky's dark and there's like glittering stars. Yeah. They look like they're, you know, Christmas lights or something. It's like, man, this is dang pretty. I think is the words I used. Yeah. It's just really good looking game. Um, easily, easily the best of the four we've looked at graphically. Yeah. It's, just, a, it's it really shines, honestly. It does. Right, okay. What about the gameplay, Trevor? How did you feel playing the game? Was, the controls really good because I thought they were great. Oh, they were great. They they were they were just about perfect. I mean, this is 
This is definitely a treasure game. They know what they're doing. There's nothing wrong with the controls in this game. Even Global Gladiators, which was... Each one of these games has really improved. Yeah. That we talked about, just as the way it happened. Control-wise. But this one is far and above any of the others. It just feels perfect, really. Yes. Yes. And just like the one before this, uh, I felt like any time that I, I died or whatever, it wasn't because the game was being cheap. It was because I didn't do the right thing or whatever. Yeah. It was my fault. And oh, that, yeah. to me, is saying a lot. And this game, again, it isn't that easy, but I would probably say it's the easiest of the four. It is. I, I do remember thinking that. that it's, it's more forgiving. So much more forgiving than the first one. Yeah, it's 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 definitely the easiest of the four, I would say. Yeah. Um, so the gist of it is you're going through all these different levels. You want to get to the bosses eventually, and then you have a boss fight to get the treasure map. And I really like the boss fights. They're, mm-hmm. They can be they're puzzle-ish in a way, because you've got to figure out how to beat them. But once you beat them, you can take them out pretty quick. I took yeah. that tomato guy out awfully fast. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. The first enemy, the first boss, is a vegetable. A giant vegetable. Of course, that would be the yeah. enemy of McDonald's. Who throws little vegetables at you. Yeah. And sort of, I guess, throws up on you or something, whatever that is. Both the first bosses throw up on you. I guess yeah. that's the thing with this game. It's almost like uh, um, Space Invaders when the UFOs are trying to suck up your ship. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Because he's stealing gems from you when they do that. Right, because the gems, from what I can tell, when you get hit and things, you seem to lose gems. But at certain points in the level, you do need a certain number of gems. Yeah. So I think that's sort of the collection aspect in this game. Um, but yeah, the the boss fights are cool, and the the standout to me is the way the levels change so much. Oh yeah. I'll just say first up, this is definitely a quality above quantity game. Content-wise, it's got far fewer levels than any of the other ones we've talked about. There's only four levels, which might sound unforgivable. But in the first level alone, it changes like four or five times. Yeah, there's a lot to it. It's not just uh, like a two-minute thing. My voice voice is getting dry. It's definitely more of a, uh, the first one you go through different checkpoints, then then the level changes up at each checkpoint, it seems. Mm -hmm. And then it does that for all of them, it appears to be. I mean, the second level, which was the train one, right? We're on this train the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the first level is the magical forest. Yeah, and the second level, second level is called magical town, but it's mostly on the train. Yeah, and I, I like that level a lot. Very. Cool. There's a part in it where, and I think you can tell we love this game. Yeah. There's a part in it where all of a sudden the whole screen goes dark, and you don't yeah. know what's happening, and then all of a sudden this ballerina music hits, and it's really creepy and amazing. Honestly, yeah. the music in this game is also a standout to me. I love that oh, part, yeah. especially it really fit the mood. And all of a sudden, you figure it out. You're walking on top of these really creepy ballerinas. It's so random. Yeah. But you're using them to d- jump across through the platforming. But the music is just so creepy and definitely sets the uh, the, the mood for it. And I just, yeah. that to me was a standout moment in the game. It really was. Just, it's, yeah, it was almost surreal. Like, there's, a, there's a lot of games now that try to be scary and creepy. They come nowhere near setting that sort of mood and tone. So McDonald's Treasureland Adventure sets the bar for being creepy. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but this was not in a way in which I didn't like it. This was, I loved it. Like it was supposed to be kind of bizarre. Yeah. 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 I, I, honestly, this game I really liked. This is the one out of all four of them that I would probably pay the most money for. It's so weird that this is a McDonald's themed game because everything about it is just like top tier uh, action platformer. It doesn't, I don't know, it almost could have been a, I don't know, Wrist Star or 
um, like not your Sonics or Mario's, but your more slightly obscure. Yeah. Like I don't know, like a Rocket Knight Adventures, you know, those yeah. more kind of obscure but high quality platformers. This should have been in those lines. It's so weird that it's a McDonald's game, but don't let that throw you off. Yeah. So yeah, the magical town. You're on a train, then you end up in a town where there's these sumo wrestlers yes, stomping yes. the ground and making the ground yeah. raise and lower. They're, li- they're literally changing the ground and the level as you're playing. It's, I mean, one yeah. of them even, even bends a giant skyscraper. Right. So, And this is all in one level. Then the third level, which, to be honest, we only made it, I guess we made it halfway through the game, because the first two levels. Um, then there's the magical sea, which just sounds really pretty. Uh, and then the magical moon. Yeah, this is so, one. I, I, this is one I want to come back to. Oh yeah. So is there? Let's talk about the music, in the, which we already kind of oh, covered. Yeah. The music to me stands out. It's a, it's amazing. It's incredible. I mean, the word I wrote for mine was awesome. The music was awesome. It's. I, I did write that it's cheery and Sonic like. Yeah. But not. It's not a Sonic derivative. It's just. It's got that upbeat yet joyful sound to it. Yeah. It's just, except when it needs to be strange and creepy, it is. Like the ballerina part, which right. I'm telling you, this game's worth it just to get to that part alone. Yeah. Because I don't know any game. There's a lot of times on these games, especially these ones that are based on a property where they don't want to take a chance. Yeah. And I feel they really took a chance on this to really change the tone right there. Yeah. I don't know, but I really thought it worked. <laughs> it, it did. It's like, wow, that's okay. I'm walking on top of ballerinas now. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. And the music's, I'm just telling you. Yeah, I, I highly encourage everybody to find that. I bet you can find that on YouTube. At oh least, yeah, and find it's that the second part. level. Yeah, yeah, wonderful music. Um, easily the best music of the four games. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I, is there anything else you want to say about it before we give our final Big Macs? <laughs> um, no, I, I think I think we've about covered. It. I mean, it's not a complex game, so that's <laughs> really not. So, well, what what did you think of it? I guess you go first. All right, so let's give this. Let's give this Ronald McDonald noses. <laughs> okay, all right. So I want to give it chicken McNuggets. All right, chicken McNuggets. All right, you give it chicken McNuggets. Uh, this game, I mean, the gameplay is fantastic. The level design is wonderful. I would rather, especially, I mean, as an adult, you know, the irony, I got a whole wall full of games in the hell, but not enough time to play them. Um, I would prefer a game be. Quality over quantity. And four levels is not much. And it feels like a game that's very beatable in one sitting. But I don't really count that as a negative anymore. That being said, this game would truly reach like all-time classic status for me if it were maybe twice as long and maintain that quality. But at the same time, again, I don't mind that it's so short because it's so good. Um, but I'm going to give it... Mm, uh, this is hard. I'm really, really wanting to look back at my last few episodes because <laughs> Trevor always compares his previous scores. I try to be fair. Um, man, I'm going to say I'm stinking tempted to go with an eight. I really am. I just feel like it is a little bit on the short side. There's not a ton of content here, but man, it's good. Um, you know, I forget it. This is an eight out of ten. It's just fun. I want to go back and play it. I mean, what else am I going to give an 8 to? I mean, you know, really. So, this game gets an 8 out of 10 for me. That, that's really good. I'm very close to your score. Uh, this is obviously a retroplus approved game. Yeah. This is one I would highly recommend. Even uh, People might think we're kidding because it's a McDonald's game. 
But I'm telling <laughs> you, this game's very good. And when you tell me how much it is, I'll tell you if it's worth it. I'm probably going to say yes. But I gave this game, I was trying to decide between an eight and a seven and a half. And the reason I went with seven and a half, which is my score, is just purely because of how short it is. But like you said, do not let that hamper you from playing this game. This game to me is one of the better platformers we played for this show. It's a standout. You know, I really like the Garfield game that we played. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Garfield in the first place, so that probably helps me a little bit. This game's better than that one. I mean, the yeah. controls are much better. It probably even looks better, which is saying something, because Garfield looked amazing. But I would say this game is definitely a seven and a half. And if you wanted to talk me up to an eight, I would be okay with it. Right. So I got this game a while back, and I don't think I paid a whole lot for it. But I'm looking now, and apparently the cartridge goes for about $25, $28. Oh, it's expensive. It's, it's not a cheap game. I mean, I'm seeing some here that went for 20 bucks even. Um, the most I would say is 20 bucks because it's only four levels and, but man, it's tough. It's tough. I'm glad you have it when we played it though. Like if yeah. you told me you paid 25, this of all the games I think is worth the most just on what it is. For me, I mean, I've been playing these retro games long enough that my bar of what it's worth has kind of changed probably from what yours is. So for me, a game that's actually good, no matter how short it is for 20 bucks, it's probably worth it. Yeah. But I can understand in your world of sane people, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would say it's worth it. Um, try to get it for, you know, about 25 or less because it is short, but it's fun. So for me, this is definitely Bliss Approved. Yeah, I'd agree. Definitely 100% Bliss Approved. If you see this game and you have a chance to get it and you can get it, I'd say get it. Should I tell you what? I'm tired. I'm, I'm worn out from talking about McDonald's games. I am too. So uh, you know what we should do? Roll another commercial? Is that what you're thinking? Are we on the same wavelength? Say, Johnny, I want to roll another commercial. Johnny, mm-hmm. just just do what you want. Okay, roll another commercial. Who's the McFriendliest fellow in town? What a great morning! Great morning for tennis. Okay, Grimace. There are the tennis rackets. Here you are, Grimace. Thank you. You'll never forget how to ride a bike. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> well, I think it's time for breakfast at McDonald's. Now McDonald's has lots of things, like delicious hotcakes and sausage. Say, Mary McGee's, quite a fancy outfit. After breakfast, I'm going skin diving or skydiving. Uh, something like that, you know. That's the lone jogger. He likes McDonald's breakfast, too. Like delicious McDonald's hotcakes and sausage, you know. <laughs> I hereby proclaim breakfast at participating McDonald's every weekend. Aren't you glad we did that? Man, that's the last commercial this episode. We've made enough money. Oh my gosh, we're so rich now. Oh yeah. We have so much of the money. McDonald's loves us so much. Yeah, they do. They certainly do. Speaking of a McDonald's, it's time for the last McDonald's sponsored, brought to you by McDonald's, Bliss Quiz! You go first. Okay. I'm going to list you four things. One of these things I made up, but the other three are true. Okay. McDonald's serves 1% of the population daily of the world. B. 
McDonald's sells more than 75 burgers a second. C. All the McNuggets they sell uh, daily would feed 75% of Luxembourg, the country. One in every eight Americans have worked at a McDonald's. Which one is true? Which one is false? Only one of those is false. Oh. I want to say it's the 1% of the world. I feel like it might be 2 or 3%. Nope. Oh. The one that was wrong was all the nuggets they sell would feed 75% of Luxembourg. You just totally made that up? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm impressed. I thought that was too convoluted. <laughs> well, I'm going to start off with a little homage to our um, favorite uh, obscure board gaming podcast, Flip the Table. All right. So what was the name of the McDonald's board game that Flip the Table covered on their McDonald's episode? So basically, you just have to know which one of these is the actual McDonald's game yeah. that they covered. Is it the McDonald's game? Is it Let's Go to McDonald's? Is it Would You Like to Supersize That? Oh, man. I don't believe it's the last one. It's been forever since I've heard this episode. I, I think it's B, the second one. Let's Go to McDonald's? Yeah. No, it's just the McDonald's game. Thank you, mate. In my head, it's Let's Go to McDonald's. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I was surprised when I saw that, and that's why I wrote it, thinking of Tricky 2. It worked. Very well done. Yeah. So we're, done, we're both zero for three. All right. All right, we're doing good. I'm going to read you a sentence, and you tell me if this sentence is a true thing, a true fact, or a false thing that I made up. Okay. The Queen of England owns a McDonald's. True. Correct. You got one. It just sounded like true. So, according to IMDB.com, the International Movie Database, what is the budget for the McDonald's orientation video? <laughs> yes, the McDonald's orientation video has a listing on IMDb. I thought you were going to go Mac at me. That's a McDonald's. Nope. <laughs> so is the budget $3,000, $10,000, or $750,000? That's gracious. Okay. It better be B. I'm going to go B. You're right. $10,000. That's the estimated budget. That's still a lot for an orientation video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Trevor, your last question. Okay. I went to eBay. Yeah. Something that we may or may not have gotten from a certain Flip the Table podcast. We should probably give them full credit for that because I'm pretty sure we <laughs> stole it wholesale. Yeah. Well, we only do, they do it hardcore and it's amazing. Right. We just do it half-heartedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Trevor, I went to eBay. I'm going to give you a product. I'm going to tell you all about it. And you need to give me what you think the cost is and get the closest to the dollar that going over and you win. Okay. okay. All right. One pack of McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. The shipping is free. It's brand new, not used. It's in new condition. And let me read the product description written by the dealer. Okay. It's sweet and it's sour at the same time. It's dated to be over 380 years of age. What? Antique. And this is in capital letters. We're it's talking an McDonald's antique. sweet and sour sauce here? It's an antique McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> so the price may be high. I'm giving you a clue. Oh. Happy bidding. Also, he does not take returns. One pack of sweet and sour Just sauce. One pack of sweet and sour sauce. Oh my goodness. What does he want? Get within the high without going over. <laughs> well, this is totally random. So I'm going to throw a number out there. Okay. $150. Okay. You're way off. <laughs> I will let you read this number. 
$24,045 and one cent. <laughs> buy it now. That's a buy it now price. What a bargain. In all fairness, he will, he did say he would take offers. Okay. <laughs> He's not a crazy person. Okay. That's... He or she, to be fair, I don't know who it was. Well, for your final question, I got to, uh, get a little creative, which we all know I enjoy doing. That's right. Not really. Um, which of these is not a real McDonald's? McDonald's. <laughs> a real McDonald's. There you go. Some more entertaining tongue twisters. Which of these is not a real McDonald's menu item? Okay. And this could be from anywhere in the world, so good luck. All right. <laughs> okay. So which of these is made up? All right. A Fleo shrimp burger, McNoodles, chicken McCubes, pineapple Oreo McFlurry. Would you like those one more time? Yeah, please. A Fleo shrimp burger, McNoodles, chicken McCubes, pineapple Oreo McFlurry. Chicken McCubes is my guess. I bless it. They get it right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So uh, the yeah, McFlurry just sound like sound like that would be from somewhere. And the Fleo shrimp just sure sounds is, like it could be something. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's it. That's well. That's it. The show we're done. Yeah, for good. Never doing another one. Nope. There won't be an episode fifty one. Hey, uh, I think I got a call from uh, Burger King. You did? Yeah. Should we Should we take this off air? Yeah, let, let's talk about it off the air. Do you think there could be another another sponsor? I think they heard about the whole McDonald's thing. Though. They went on board. I can't really blame them on this McDonald's thing went very well. Did you see how many responses we got from the people when we asked for their responses? Just turn the stupid thing off. Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese filet, a fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal, McNuggets, tasty golden fresh fries, regular or larger size, a salad, chef or garden, or a chicken salad, oriental, big big breakfast, egg muffin, hot hot cakes and sausage, maybe biscuits, bacon, egg and cheese or sausage, Danish hash browns, two and four dessert, hot apple pies and Sundays, three varieties of sausage, corn, three kinds of shakes and chocolate, Egypt cookies, and a drink, a Coca Cola diet, Coke and orange, drink a Sprite and coffee, decaf, two a low fat milk, also an orange juice. I love McDonald's, good time, great taste, and I get this all at one place.